Hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord bless you for joining me. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. This is a wonderful day. This is a wonderful privilege. This is a wonderful time to spend with you in sharing and fellowshipping in the Word of God. The Word of God is powerful. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12, the Word of God is sharper than any double-edged sword. What the Word of God can reveal to us is mind-blowing. And that is why this, this morning we want to fellowship in God's Word. I want to share a word with you wherever you are. Just joining, 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 joining. I am preaching a love letter. I am preaching a love letter this morning. The whole Bible is God's love letter to you. The whole Bible is God's love letter to you. So I am preaching unveiling Christ, unveiling Christ today, tomorrow, Wednesday and Thursday. It's going to be a great time in the presence of the Lord. Bless you for joining me. Bless you for joining me. It is going to be a great time. It's going to be a great time. Christ, our love letter. I am preaching a love letter. I am preaching a love letter. <laughs> I am actually preaching. You know, the Bible, the whole Bible is God's love letter to you and to me. The Bible is actually a love letter that God wrote to you and I. So it is very, very important that we, we delve into this, this program. Christ, our love letter. The Bible is, it, it's all about Jesus Christ let me put it that way everything is about jesus the whole bible is jesus christ so that is why this program is set forth to to unveil jesus christ because jesus is a revelation jesus is a revelation god bless you for joining me i'm not able to see whoever is joining but uh bless you bless you for joining bless you for joining just share with someone just share with someone i'm the Bible says in 1 John chapter 5, verse 20, he said, he said, the Son of Man is come, the Son of God is come and has, and has given us an understanding, which means that our understanding can only find expression in the light of Jesus Christ. He said, the Son of Man or the Son of God is come and has given us an understanding. That means that we can only find understanding as far as the Bible is concerned in the person of Jesus. Praise the Lord. So it is, I am so excited about this morning. I'm so excited because I know that God is going to have his own way. I know that the mind of God will be spoken. I know that the word of God will come to effect changes. He said the son of God is coming and has given us an understanding. Our understanding is in the light of Jesus Christ. So unveiling Christ, the Bible is God's love letter to man. And from Genesis to wherever, it's all about the person of Jesus Christ. So this week we are going to, we are going to take time and un unravel Jesus from the scriptures. We have to unveil Jesus. The Bible is not a storybook that God you know, found it interesting to write to man. The, everything about the Bible is about something. Everything about the Bible is about the person of Jesus. So that is what we want to do this week. We want to unveil Jesus Christ. We want to unveil Jesus Christ. Bless you for joining me. I'm still not seeing whoever. I want to mention names, but I'm not seeing who is watching. So you pardon me for that. I'm not seeing viewers. I don't know why. It's not showing here, but the Lord bless you. The Lord bless you for joining me. The Lord bless you for making time to join because I know you will be blessed. I know you will be blessed. It will bless you. Share with somebody. We want to talk about Jesus Christ. I love the gospel. I don't know about you, but I love the gospel of Jesus. Brother Paul said that I received he said, I write unto you in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1 to 3. He said, I write unto you that which I received from the Lord, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried according to the scriptures, 
and that on the third day he rose according to the scriptures first john first corinthians chapter 15 verse 1 to 3 that is the definition of the gospel so bless you emmanuel nana kudu amwakwa the lord bless you share do a favor share the video with somebody let's talk about jesus so this morning i'm talking about the person of jesus um the whole week i'm going to talk about jesus christ because the love letter of god to man is jesus jesus now first of all when someone writes a letter to you it means that first of all there is a writer and there is a recipient and there is a letter itself so what we are saying is that god wrote a letter to man god wrote a letter to man and the letter god wrote to man is the bible because the bible is god's letter to man and the content of the letter is a person that means that jesus is the content of the scriptures that is what we are talking about this week so we want to unveil jesus you know jesus is a revelation jesus must be revealed jesus must be revealed now the word the, 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 there is a there is a difference between mystery and mysterious something that is mystery now you hear people say god is a mystery now god used to be a mystery to man but god is no longer a mystery no, because God has revealed himself in a man. God has revealed himself in a man. The man Jesus Christ. So God is no more a mystery. In fact, the word mystery is from the word mysterion. Mysterion. Which means something that is hidden but requires revelation. That could be revealed. And so in the Old Testament, God was a mystery to them. They didn't know the kind of God they were dealing with because they didn't have understanding about this god we are serving but god made himself known in a person that is jesus christ so jesus is the love letter of god to mankind in other words when you see jesus and when you read jesus and when he is revealed to you and you come to a place of comprehension and apprehension you understand the thought of god so jesus is god's love letter to mankind jesus is god's love letter to mankind so we are talking about jesus i'm talking about jesus now the bible says in first john chapter one he said in the beginning was the word in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was with god and the word was god now the word in the he said in the beginning referring to the book of genesis because when when the bible said in the beginning was the word it was talking about genesis in the book of genesis the actual he said the, in the beginning was the word now the word word that was used in first john chapter one is from the word logos logos and the word logos actually means that the thoughts or the the mindset of god so in the beginning or the, the, the plan, the actual plan of God. He said, in the beginning was the word. That word logos there means the mind of God or the mindset or the thought of God. So in Genesis, he said, in the beginning was the word and the, and the word was with God and the word was God. So what that means is that the actual thought of God for mankind in the beginning was Jesus Christ because the word there in John chapter 1 was referring to Jesus. So in the beginning was the actual, the actual plan of God for man the actual plan of god now jesus christ is not an afterthought of god what i mean is that it is not because adam sinned that god was looking for a plan b and god said that okay let jesus christ come and die to save man jesus has been the actual plan of god he said in the beginning was the logos which referring to the original mind of god so the mind of god from genesis has been jesus christ so jesus is not a plan b jesus is not an afterthought jesus is not a reaction of god in other words god didn't jesus if jesus is a reaction then it means that the sin of adam took god by surprise jesus is not a reaction of god jesus is the actual plan the actual intention the actual logos of god in the beginning was the logos the mindset the thought pattern of god that is jesus christ and this jesus is who we are talking about this morning so he it is isn't that when when man sinned that god didn't know what to do then god said okay let me have a plan b let jesus christ come to die to save man no jesus has been the 
actual plan of God for man. Jesus has been the original plan of God for man. So this week, we are going to delve into the scriptures. We are going to look at everything that happens in the scriptures. You, I mean, it may seem to be a story, but it's not a story. It is actually pointing to the person of Christ. Right from the Garden of Eden, everything that took place to, through the book of Exodus, Leviticus. In fact, some people find it very hard to... I, I used to find it very hard in reading Leviticus and Numbers because it was full of symbols and I didn't find it interesting until you begin to read the old testament with the lenses of jesus until you begin to read with the mind of christ it may seem boring to you so the book of exodus is actually about christ everything there is talking about the person of jesus the book of leviticus is talking about jesus christ so we we must read the scriptures with the lenses of christ in order we leviticus will not be boring to us because we are going to unravel we are going to unveil some of those things in those scriptures that were pointing to jesus christ because god didn't write a storybook like i said the bible is not a storybook the bible is not a psychological you know the bible is god's mindset god's love letter to man and if god writes a love letter to mankind that means that everything that he has written has a meaning and there is there is a purpose why god wrote everything you know we, we are past the days of David. We are going to look at all that David and Goliath is not just a mere story. It's about Jesus Christ. There is something that when we read the scriptures with the lenses of Christ, we can figure out. The story of Job is not about a good man who went through trial and temptation. You know, it's, it's pointing to Jesus. The story of Joseph is all pointing to the person of Christ because the Bible is the thought of God. The Bible is the plan of God for man. The Bible is God's love letter to man so it is very very important that we 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 understand now I want to begin by saying that Jesus Christ is not is not a junior God Jesus Christ is not you know Jesus is not like uh, the, the, the younger brother of God Jesus Christ is God himself who took on residence on earth and became a man to save man Jesus is God who became a man to save man Jesus is not that is not an afterthought of God like I said Jesus is not a reaction of God if Jesus is a reaction of God then it means something to God by surprise it means that the sin of Adam took God by surprise but the sin of Adam didn't take God by surprise you know because God knew that Adam was sin so God already told Adam you know like he gave Adam this is what you have to choose and I want I, I want us to begin from the book of Genesis Genesis chapter 1 we are going to unveil Christ in Genesis we are going to see people have been talking about the father though Adam ate apple and he died uh, the, 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 the man died because Adam ate apple we are going to get into the scriptures and unravel Christ in Genesis Jesus is Jesus was in Genesis that is why the John said in the beginning was the logos Jesus was in Genesis so we are going to start with the book of Genesis and this will bless you we are going to start with the book of Genesis and this will bless you so Jesus is not a junior God Jesus is not an afterthought of God Jesus Christ is God who became a man to save man Jesus is God who became a man to save man when you read the scriptures you must find Christ in the scriptures else the scriptures will be boring when you read the scriptures with the lenses of Christ everywhere you open listen when when God opens the Bible up to you everywhere you open you will see Christ it is one thing for, for, for you to open the scriptures and it is another thing for God to open the scriptures up to you. When God opens the scriptures up to you, every page you open in the Bible, you will see Christ in it. So let's begin from the book of Genesis. That is where the whole thing begins. Genesis is where the whole thing, bless you, Kwabena, God bless you for joining me bless you so it is very very important i'm preaching a love letter this morning i'm preaching the whole bible is god's love letter to you the whole bible is god's love letter and we are going to see jesus christ in the scriptures now i want us to begin from 
the book of Genesis. The Bible says that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And the spirit of the Lord was hovering over the surface of the deep. And the Lord said, God said, let there be light. And there was light. Now, I want you to take note that when God said, let there be light. And there was light. Now, that light is different. When you read further, the Bible talks about the fact that God created day and night. So when God declared, let there be light. Now, he was talking about someone. It's not just a mere thing. Because God said, let there be light before he created actually light and darkness. Before there was day and night, light and darkness. You understand? So when God said, let there be light, and that was light. When Jesus came, he said, I am the light of the world. So in other words, Jesus Christ was telling us that I am in the beginning and no wonder john also said in the beginning was the logos referring to jesus christ so the light in genesis chapter one was referring to jesus and the light shine and the light shines in darkness and the darkness cannot comprehend when jesus came he said i am the light of the world he is the light of the world so nothing is is just in the scriptures for 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 i mean for writing sake jesus is the content of the scriptures until you read the Bible with the with the lenses of Christ, you 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 will you will not see him in the scriptures. But everywhere you read the scriptures, everywhere you read the scriptures, he is there. Praise God. So it is very important that we come to a place of understanding that Jesus Christ was in the book of Genesis. Now I want to talk about the the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Now the the, the, the question is that what what was the original sin of Adam? Was the original sin of Adam eating apple? Did Adam eat apple? That is why he uh, man fell. Because that is what I was taught in Sunday school. Like Adam ate apple. And because of the tree of life, God, uh, Adam ate and we all became sinners. But when you study the Bible very well, you will understand that the Bible... The, 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 I mean, the Bible says... <clears throat> Uh, said, I like this figure of speech of yours when you read the Bible with the lenses of Christ. Yes, that, that is true, my brother. We, we have to read the Bible with the lenses of Christ because everywhere, everywhere, that is why we are starting from the book of Genesis. Time may not permit us to run through the entire Bible, but we will, we will do as much as we can. So in the book of Genesis, Jesus was present. In Genesis, Jesus was present. That is why John said, in the beginning was the word. And the word was God, referring to the book of Genesis. So that is very key for us to understand. Now, in the Garden of Eden, when Adam and Eve were created and God gave them dominion, God gave them power, God gave them authority in the garden. Now, God preached the gospel to Adam and Eve. God actually preached the gospel. And that is why the gospel is not a new message today. The gospel has been the message of the scriptures. The gospel is the actual, actual plan of God for man. So in Genesis, when God created Adam and Eve, God actually, there was the preaching of the gospel in Genesis. God preached the gospel to Adam and Eve in Genesis. How did I know? The Bible says that Jesus Christ is life. He said in him was life. And when you read the book of Revelation, it also talks about the fact that Jesus Christ is life. The Bible talks about the book of life. It's referring to Jesus Christ. So in Genesis, the Bible says that God God told Adam to eat of the tree of life and the tree of is that there were two trees the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil now this tree of life was jesus christ in metaphor so god was actually preaching the gospel to adam the the gospel was preached unto adam so the, the, the what god actually wanted adam to do is for Adam to accept the, the 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 gospel, which is Jesus Christ. He said, "In he said, and, and God, and in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God." So Jesus was actually in Genesis, and 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 so what what happened in Genesis is that God preached the gospel to Adam. The gospel was preached to Adam, and Jesus was symbolic in 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 Genesis. Jesus was seen in shadow and types Jesus so the tree of life was actually Jesus in metaphor praise God the tree of life is actually Jesus in metaphor bless you uh, 
Saka Islam say please also read the Quran. Yeah, but right now I'm talking about the Bible. I I I I have to I have to unveil Christ in the Bible first before I go into the Quran. So God bless you for that. That that is a good idea. But we are revealing Jesus from the scriptures. So Jesus was um, uh, the tree of life was Jesus in metaphor. Jesus in metaphor. So when God said Adam should eat of the tree of life, it was actually a good choice that God was telling Adam to make in Genesis. So the gospel was preached unto Adam. The tree of life is, uh, is, is Jesus in metaphor. The gospel was preached unto Adam. And Adam rejected the tree of life. So the, the rejection of the tree of life is the rejection of Christ. That is the original sin of man. That is the original sin of man. Bless you, Eno, for joining. So the gospel was preached unto Adam. The gospel was preached unto Adam. In the same way people reject the gospel today, Adam rejected the gospel of Jesus Christ. Adam rejected Christ. He rejected Christ. Symbolically, he rejected Jesus. Because God told Adam not to eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Now, Adam chose to disobey. So, how did I know that the sin of Adam was the sin of disobedience? The actual sin of Adam in Genesis was not eating apple now let me show you something from the scriptures let me show you something very quickly from the scriptures now the bible talks about the bible talks when jesus came on in the four gospels the bible says that jesus said that whatever enters a man does not defile a man but what comes out of a man so it wasn't just apple that adam ate that made him sin if just a mere fruit could make Adam sin, the actual sin of Adam in Genesis was disobedience, the rejection of the tree of life, which is Jesus Christ. So when Jesus Christ came, he was trying to explain to us. And Apostle Paul also in Romans chapter 5 said, "By if by one man's disobedience, sin entered the world, which means that the sin of Adam was the sin of disobedience praise god so the actual sin of adam was the sin of disobedience adam it wasn't any 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 he rejected christ the rejection of christ because the gospel was preached unto adam so we must see jesus in genesis jesus must be revealed in genesis because he is the actual plan of god he is the actual plan of God. So the gospel was started being preached in Genesis. The gospel was preached in Genesis. But Adam rejected the gospel. In the same way people hear the gospel today and their hearts are hardened and they reject the gospel. Adam rejected the gospel. And you know the reason why God had to prevent Adam from eating the tree of life after he had, he had you know, you know, God actually was protecting Adam. God actually protected them even when when they fell because the bible said that there were there were angels who were guarding the tree of life after they ate of the tree of knowledge of good and evil so because the tree of life had to be guarded because that was jesus christ because now that adam has messed up jesus had to come and die so the tree of life had to be guarded and the bible said there was a sword the, these angels that were guiding the tree in genesis held a sword in their hand now sword is a representation of the word of god so what god was saying is that when when when, when this Jesus Christ who is a representation of the word of God is guarded then in, he will die because Adam has messed up so Jesus is in Genesis Jesus is in Genesis praise God so Christ must be unveiled Christ must be unveiled and that is what we are doing this week we have to see Jesus in all the pages of the scriptures praise God Jesus must be seen in every page of the scriptures because he is the message of the scriptures he is the, he is the content he's he is everything he's the measuring rod of the scriptures when you take Jesus out of the scriptures you have a mere social studies book Jesus is the message take him out of the scriptures we have just a, 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 a storybook full of poems he is the message he is the message of the Bible bless you Helena for joining me the Lord bless you so in Genesis the gospel was preached unto Adam 
the gospel was preached unto Adam. But the rejection of the gospel was the rejection of the tree of life, which was a representation of Jesus Christ. So the sin of Adam was not eating apple. Because whatever enters into a man, according to Jesus, does not defile a man. Jesus said that which comes out of a man defiles a man. So the sin of Adam was the sin of disobedience. That is the rejection of Jesus. That is why it is not the only sin that takes a man to hell is the rejection of Christ. The only sin. Because John 3, 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have life so when a man decides not to believe in jesus he has already rejected jesus christ he has rejected the gospel and there is nothing god can do again so the sin of adam was the sin of disobedience and what is the sin of disobedience the rejection of the gospel and what is the gospel the preaching of the tree of life to adam and what is the tree of life jesus in metaphor praise god i love the gospel so much i love the gospel so it, it is about jesus christ jesus is god's love letter to you and i the Bible is God's love letter to man. And everywhere we read, Jesus is there. Now, even in the same book of Genesis, when, when you see a loving God, that is why I, I keep saying that grace is not a new message. Grace is not a dispensation. It's not a new dispensation. Grace is the character of God. Grace has been the character of God from time immemorial. So right in the book of Genesis, grace was available. Now, Adam and Eve messed up. And the Bible says that they, they covered themselves with a, a thick leaves. They covered themselves with a thick leaf because they saw their nakedness and they were ashamed of themselves. And, and God comes in the scene and God kills an animal and uses the foreskin of the animal to cover the nakedness of Adam. What that means is that grace covers man's nakedness because nakedness stands for, you know, when, when Adam and Eve were naked, it stands for a place it stands to mean they were in a place of isolation they were there was a separation between man and God so God had to use the skin of an animal and cover the nakedness of Adam that is grace in Genesis so grace is not a new message grace is not a new dispensation grace is the character of God from eternity past into eternity future that is what God did in Genesis praise God so it is very important that we come to a place of understanding bless you Ibera for joining me the Lord bless you it is very very important that we come to a place of understanding the place of Jesus in the gospel the place of Jesus in the scriptures the place of Jesus in the epistles it didn't even end there when God told Cain and Abel to offer sacrifice unto him I was taught in Sunday school that the reason why Cain's Cain's sacrifice was rejected is because he brought items that were rotten. <laughs> you know, you know they, they, they used to teach us a lot of things in Sunday school. But when you begin to grow up and you study the scriptures very well, the Bible makes us understand in Hebrews that it was by faith that Abel's sacrifice was accept, accepted. That means Cain's sacrifice was not by faith. And faith in what? Faith in the blood of Jesus Christ. Because Abel offered an animal where blood came out, representing his acknowledgement about the sacrifice of Jesus. But Cain offered, you know, his sacrifice was symbolic of 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 his own independence. He 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 he, he was a connotation of works, the works of man, and that is very very key for us to understand. So God, even when Cain Cain sinned and he murdered his brother Abel look at the loving god the bible said that god had to put a mark on cain and telling him that anybody who slays him will be slain what kind of god is this that this god stand to be a wicked god that is grace at work even in the book of genesis grace at work in genesis so the bible is about jesus christ so jesus we are revealing jesus in the book of genesis today we are revealing jesus in genesis so it is very important that we we give the place of jesus christ to you we acknowledge 
that he is what the Bible actually is talking about. So from now, when I'm reading the scriptures, I'm reading with the lenses of Jesus because I know it is Jesus's book. The Bible is Jesus's book. The Bible is not man's book because the Bible is Jesus's book because the Bible was written about him. Everything in the Bible is about Jesus Christ. It is not about the stories. It's not about how 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 Cain how Cain murdered Abel. The Bible is not about David and Goliath. How David killed Goliath. The Bible is not about you know. Uh, Uzzah and the ark how he fell down and all the stories and how Joseph went to Egypt the Bible is about Jesus Christ so we must read with the understanding of Jesus we must read with the understanding of Jesus Christ so that is very very important for us to understand that Jesus Christ was right from the beginning in Genesis he was there he was the tree of life bless you Vera for joining the Lord bless you he was right in Genesis in fact, he was in the center of the garden. Praise God. So the gospel was preached to Adam. And Adam rejected the gospel. And you know, that is why I said that Jesus Christ is not a reaction of God. Many people think that Jesus is a reaction. Now, God does not react. God proacts. There is a difference between reaction and proaction. When God proacts, what it means is that God takes the initiative. That is why the Bible said, in the beginning was the Logos. The Logos is referring to the mindset or the thought of God from the beginning. So Jesus was the beginning. He was in the beginning with God. He was the plan of God from the beginning. So the sin of Adam did not take God by surprise. If something takes God by surprise, it means God is no more God. Things take him by surprise. But nothing takes God by surprise. So God knew from the beginning. He knew. So everything was in place already. He knew that Adam will... Now, when I was explaining this to someone, the person seemed not to understand that God knew Adam was sin. God knew Adam was sin because the sin of Adam cannot take God by surprise. It's so simple as that because God does not react. God proact. God is not a reaction. God does not react. Jesus is not a reaction of God. It's not because Jesus man fell then God had a plan B. He is the actual plan of man. So when you read the Bible, the Bible said that the lamb was slain before the foundation of the world. The lamb was slain. That means that Jesus has been the plan of God. He has been the measuring world. He's the, he's the central figure. He's the focus of the scriptures. Jesus is God who became a man to save man. Jesus is the actual intention of God for man. He has been the actual plan of God and it has not changed praise God so that is very 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 important that the book of Genesis unveils Jesus to us the book of Genesis unveils Jesus the love of God in a person of Jesus Christ to us even when man messed up there was still the protection God had to guard the tree of life referring to Jesus Christ because if Adam has messed up he said now let me give you something here when when you read for the sake of time I'm not reading all the scriptures in Genesis but I know viewers are, are familiar with the with the story in Genesis now, when Adam and Eve fell, when they sinned, when they rejected the gospel, when they rejected the tree of life, now, it was not that God was driving them out of the garden. It was for their own good. Because, number one, God would not let them touch the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Because if they eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, then they are going to produce sinners all over. Because if they eat that tree, if they no, after they eat the tree of knowledge of good and evil, if they eat the tree of life, they are going to live eternally, which means that they are going to produce sinners forever. So God had to guide the tree of life. So the Bible says that there were angels who guarded the tree of life, representing Jesus Christ. And these angels had a sword in their hand, representing the word of God. So what God was actually depicting pictorially to man, in Genesis was that through the word of God which which is the sword because the Bible makes us understand that the sword of the spirit is the word of God so through the word of God man will have access to Jesus Christ representing the tree of life praise God so Jesus is in Revelation Jesus is not only in the four Gospels let me say that again Jesus is not only in the four Gospels in fact we only saw Jesus physically in the four Gospels but he is everywhere in the Bible and 
and i'll be sharing and i'll be sharing some of these things as time goes on and we will begin to understand that even the 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 the, the tabernacle of moses how god told moses he told moses to build the the tabernacle in the pattern he has given moses there was a reason you know because everything about the tabernacle was a, a symbolic representation of jesus christ talk about the ark of Uzzah. now let me give you a revelation about the ark of Uzzah. now the bible said that Uzzah touched the ark of god and he 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 he, he 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 was he died he touched the ark of god and he was died he died now the ark of god represents the ark of god represents the presence of god now when jesus came to the to earth to the earth in the gospels the bible said a woman with the issue of blood touched the touched jesus christ and she 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 she, she had life now what does it mean the ark of god what Uzzah touched and died represent the law which represents works of man the bible said the letter kill it but the spirit give it life so that was a, a, a representation of the works of the law the old testament the works of the law he said the letter kill it so Uzzah touched the ark and died but the woman with the issue of blood touched jesus christ the presence of god and she gained life that means that he said the spirit gives life that means that when you come to the new testament you receive life when you come to jesus christ you receive life but when you depend on the works of the law it amount to sin and death praise god that you know so when we read the scriptures with the lenses of christ i'm telling you god is going to open up so many things to you you are going to see so many revelations from the scriptures when you begin to read them in the lenses of jesus christ but when we see them as just a mere story david and goliath david and goliath i'm going to deal with david and goliath <laughs> Praise God. David and Goliath was something that was representing. It, it is about Jesus. It is about Jesus Christ. It is about Jesus. God was not interested in writing a story to man. There are so many stories that we, we, we know. God is not a storyteller. You know, like, like the book of Job. It's not about a good man suffering. So people say that, oh, well, when, when, when you, have to, you have to endure and go through. The book of Job must be unraveled. We must, we must see Jesus Christ in the book of Job. We must see Jesus in the book of Job. So that is very, very important. So Genesis, especially that is what we are dealing with today, the book of Genesis. Now, for you to know, the Bible says that the same gospel that was preached unto us was preached unto Abraham. Now, Abraham was also in the book of Genesis. That means that the gospel is not now. The gospel began in the beginning. So God preached to Adam. Adam rejected the gospel. Adam rejected the tree of life representing Jesus. Now, when Adam sinned, we have already established that fact that god god didn't react to the sin of adam because jesus was the original plan of god so jesus came and and you know it, from adam's time you know we, we need to first of all understand dispensations because i always say that when you don't understand dispensations you will always mix the scriptures up what was supposed to be meant for people under a period of time then believers will begin to apply them today and you know when you do that you it will amount to error because the dispensations have changed the dispensations have changed for example in the old testament the high priest never sat down god told moses to build a tabernacle he built a temple but everything in the temple god gave him to do but god never told him to make a chair in the temple that was symbolic of something so in the old testament there was no chair there was the ark of god the ark of god which represented the presence of god there was the rod of aaron in the ark there was the the, the table of showbread and all that but there was no chair in the old testament temple so the priests were every day standing they never sat down the priests in the old testament never sat down they were standing priests praise god why because god wanted to communicate to them that you never come to an end you know the the, the law never ends the works of man never ends but the bible says praise god in hebrews chapter 9 that after jesus after he offered one sacrifice he sat down now he was comparing the priesthood of aaron to the priesthood of jesus christ and he said after jesus christ offered one offering one sacrifice he sat down meaning that jesus now listen jesus didn't sit down because he was tired jesus sat down because it was finished 
praise God. So in the Old Testament temple, the high priests were always standing, representing the fact that the, there is always a work to do. But Jesus, by one offering, the Bible said, after he offered one sacrifice, he sat down. That means that the work is finished. So there, there is a, there, there are so many things in the temple, how God gave the pattern to them to build. Everything was symbolic of Jesus Christ. In the same way the the dispensation change the priesthood also change praise god so that is very 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 important for us to understand that jesus christ is in the scriptures jesus is in the scriptures now the same genesis we are unveiling christ in genesis today in the same genesis when when god told abraham to sacrifice his son isaac I've always said this before that God didn't tell Abraham to sacrifice Isaac I mean because God wanted to you know the Bible said God said for now I know whatever happened in in that story was God trying to it was for Abraham's good it was for Abraham's spiritual growth it was for Abraham's spiritual development as far as his work with the Lord is concerned because God was teaching Abraham a lesson you know god was trying to teach him about spiritual maturity because abraham needed to grow spiritually so god was teaching abraham now when god told abraham to offer his only son now listen listen to this this will bless you god told the bible said god told abraham to offer his only son the question is did abraham have only son when god told him to offer his only son abraham didn't have only son Abraham had Ishmael even before he got Isaac. Praise God. So that alone should let you understand that God was dealing with Jesus Christ. Praise God. He said, offer your only son. Only son. But Isaac was not the only son of Abraham. The Bible said Jesus is the only begotten son of God. So when God was talking to Abraham, he was not referring to Isaac. In fact, he said, he told Abraham, he said, he said, sacrifice, your, 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 he said, for in Isaac shall your seed be. That means that Isaac is not your seed. Your seed is in Isaac. Your seed is in Isaac. Your seed is in Isaac. Praise God. So when, when they went to the mountain and God told Abraham to sacrifice his only son, which we have established that the only son of Abraham was not Isaac. He had Ishmael already, referring to Jesus Christ. You know, so when abraham wanted to sacrifice isaac the bible said god showed him a lamb to sacrifice in other words when before they even got to the, the mountain abraham said god will provide himself god will provide himself god is not going to provide a lamb but rather he's going to provide himself as the lamb so that means that abraham by revelation knew that something was going to happen on the you know that story is not a story of isaac and abraham it's a story about jesus christ we need to read jesus from that scripture now to show you that that was what jesus god was teaching abraham about the resurrection of jesus on the mount of moriah the whole thing that happened was god teaching abraham a lesson he was teaching abraham about the resurrection of jesus now how did i know when jesus came in john chapter 8 jesus christ said to the the, the 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 jews he said he said i he said before abraham i am before abraham i am then he said abraham saw my days and rejoiced abraham saw my days and rejoiced now the question is where did abraham see jesus where did abraham see jesus abraham saw jesus christ on mount moriah because when god told him to offer his only son now isaac was a representation of man isaac represented the entire human race man has sinned and man has to die for the wages of sin is death but the free gift of god is eternal life through christ jesus our lord so when man sinned man needed to die but god said no man must not die there must be somebody that will take the place of man to die for man and that is what is called the substitutionary work of jesus christ so you and i needed to die you and i needed to die because we sinned we didn't sin by fault 
we sin by default what i mean by that is that we didn't sin because of an action we committed but we sin because of the original sin of adam it affected the entire human race so man needed to die now god came in and god said that abraham should use the lamb which was jesus christ in metaphor that was jesus christ so the lamb was slain and the lamb was used as the sacrifice teaching abraham about the resurrection of jesus christ that is what the gospel means because the bible said that then the gospel was preached unto abraham and he believed what is the gospel the death the burial and the resurrection of jesus so on mount moriah that was when the gospel the message was preached unto Abraham the message was preached. God was teaching Abraham about the resurrection God was teaching Abraham about the resurrection of Jesus Christ on the Mount of Moriah bless you Graceland for joining God bless you so the message was about Jesus everything is about Jesus Christ take Jesus out of the scriptures the Bible remains storybooks take Jesus out of the scriptures we only have poems we are reading you must focus on him you must see him. now what is revelation the, the the meaning of revelation is man's ability to separate the stories from Christ or let me put it this way man's ability to deduce Christ from the stories man's ability to deduce Christ from the story is revelation your ability to see Christ in the scriptures your ability now when jesus came in john chapter 5 verse 39 he said for you search the scriptures for in them you think you have eternal life but they are they which testify of me and you will not come to me that you may have life he said that the scriptures testify of me in other words the scriptures are a testimonial of me everything about the scriptures is about me I am the scriptures. I am the living word. Everything in the scriptures is pointing to me. And you know, these people were, the Bible calls them the, law, the lawyers of the law and the doctors of the law. They read the scriptures. They know the scriptures. They know everything about the scriptures. But one thing, they couldn't see Jesus Christ in the scriptures. So even when Jesus Christ died, some of his disciples didn't know that what they were reading in the scriptures, that he will come and die. You know, they were waiting for a Messiah but they were waiting for a messiah who will come and you know fight for them uh, and deliver them from the hands of the romans but jesus christ in luke chapter 24 the bible said he called them fools and slow of heart to believe what all that the prophets have spoken and he said ought not christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory and beginning from moses and all the prophets the bible said he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself so jesus is the first interpreter of the bible the first time an interpretation was given in the scriptures concerning the message himself was in luke chapter 24 verse 25 the bible said he expounded now we said the word expound is from the greek word hermeneu it's from the word bible scholars use hermeneutics which is the study of bible interpretation so the first time the interpreter the message himself interpreted the scriptures that was in luke chapter 24 verse 25 he gave them bible explanation in fact jesus collapsed the entire 30 whatever books of the scriptures he the entire old testament books jesus collapsed them in two sentences he said the sufferings of christ and the glory that will follow bless you minister bernard for for joining me god bless you sir bless you minister stephen for joining the lord bless you for joining me god bless you so he collapsed the entire books of the old testament the sufferings of christ and the glory that should follow because the message is concerning him he is the content of the scriptures take him out of the bible we just have social studies take him out of the bible take jesus out of our services we just have a social gathering take him out of the scriptures we just have social studies take him out of everything it amounts to nothing because Jesus is God by himself. Jesus is God who became a man for the purpose of saving man. And the only way we can, we can be able to know him from the scriptures is by reading the scriptures with the lenses of Christ. We got 1 John 5.20 like we read earlier on. He said, the son of man is come and has given us an understanding. 
he has given us understanding which means they didn't have understanding in the old times praise god this is the beauty of the new testament he said the son of man has come and he has given us an understanding what understanding then he went on to say that we are in him and we know him the only true god eternal life so people old folks didn't have understanding old testament folks lack revelation they didn't have understanding about this jesus we are talking about but you know when you begin to see jesus when you begin to read and see jesus christ and you begin to identify him from the scriptures that is what is called revelation revelation is not something you say to you know make people excited to stimulate the mo the emotions of people revelation is man's ability to deduce christ from the stories the story of joseph and his brothers you know somebody was sharing with me yesterday that it, it, even if the brother of Joseph didn't sell him it was in the plan of God for him to go to Egypt so definitely he was going to be in Egypt but you know his brothers thought they were I mean they were they were selling him but they didn't know they were propelling him to his promised land you know that is good that is a good story but the actual thing that we must know is that Jesus said the scriptures testify of him so we must be able to deduce Christ from that story you know so there are so many things to share this week but i i i just want to introduce it today and tomorrow i'm going to delve into deeper deeper realms we are going to look at the story of uza like i shared earlier on is about jesus christ is about you know you know he touched the ark of god and he died representing the works of the law you know bible said the letter kills the spirit gives life the woman with the issue of blood just the helmet of jesus who is the presence of god and she gained life praise god that is the beauty of unveiling jesus christ that is the beauty of of the new testament so it is it is very very important that we unveil christ from the scriptures so that is what we are going to do this week it's going to be exciting it's going to be revealing is go I'm, I'm i'm going to tomorrow i'm going to talk about david and jonathan i'm going to talk about seeing jesus in david and goliath story i'm going to talk about seeing jesus christ in the story of job job especially is on my heart to share that because you know most people read the story of job and they see god to be a wicked god you know it saddens me when people still have a mindset of evil about god because everything clearly shows, like I was sharing in Genesis, what kind of God will, 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 will place a mark on a sinner like Cain? What kind of wicked God will even do that? that? That alone tells us that the grace of God, you know, grace takes time, but it takes root. Let me say that again. Grace may take time, but it takes root. When the message of grace is preached to people, transformation may take time but it takes root the moment they, it takes it takes root and they are grounded in the message i tell you in no time changes will be made manifest so that is that is very very important that we come to a place of understanding what god wants us to you know understand from the scriptures so i am going to deal with the story of jonathan and david the story of david and goliath everything is about jesus christ we look at the tabernacle of 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 the old testament temple is pointing to jesus christ we will look at balaam cursing the people of israel it is about jesus in fact i, I was so excited when i read that and came across that from the scriptures that when god told him when 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 he was sent to curse the people of israel the reason why he couldn't curse them was because this man saw jesus christ and i'm going to reveal that tomorrow i'm going to reveal that balaam cursing the people of israel how couldn't he curse them there was a reason he saw something he saw something and that thing was that it will it will interest you to know and this this is how we want to read the bible because jesus christ is the love letter of god the bible is god's love letter and when you read the bible you see jesus everywhere when you read the bible you know like i was sharing leviticus was very boring for me you know numbers was full of numbers hallelujah i i i i found i found it very hard reading but the moment you start seeing christ from those 
you know scriptures you enjoy to read them because you know everything you are reading i am going to share on the rainbow the rainbow that came during the time of noah that was not something that god was just saying to you know it, it is not something that just appeared in the sky it was pointing to jesus christ because jesus christ said everything in the scriptures testify of him praise god so the rainbow the, that 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 rainbow we are going to look at it what does it actually mean what does it actually mean and how does it even re reveal jesus christ so these are things that we will be sharing in the course of the week because god's love letter to man is the bible praise god god's love letter to man is the scriptures and when you when you when you read a love letter from somebody look at how exciting it is in the same way for you to and I, I said earlier on I said for for when we talk about letter there is a writer there is the message itself and there is a recipient so God wrote a letter to man and man is the recipient and the content of the letter the content of that love letter is jesus christ and the entire letter is the bible so when you read the bible you have to know the content of that letter because the bible is not a, a, a wicked god revealing how he killed people in the old testament the bible is not a wicked god i mean warning people if they don't live well they will go to hell it's a love letter it's a love letter and you can only see it as a love letter when you read it in the understanding of Jesus Christ praise God so that is what we will be doing the rainbow the rainbow it will marvel you to know that everything was pointing to Jesus Christ everything was pointing to Jesus Christ everything was pointing to Jesus Christ so I'm going to share with you God willing tomorrow Wednesday Thursday is going to be awesome we are going to delve deeper into the word of God tomorrow. Today we just dealt with the book of Genesis. You know, just to introduce the whole thing. Minister Bernard said, I would have to leave now. Thanks and God bless you. Bless you, sir. God bless you for joining. We appreciate your time. The Lord bless you for joining. The Lord bless you for joining everybody. The Lord bless you, Minister Stephen, Enno, Robert. Bless you, my brother bless you everybody for joining bless you just share the video with someone share the video with someone the revelation of jesus christ unveiling christ tomorrow you cannot miss it it's going to be awesome i didn't want to share that today i want to share it tomorrow i'm going to share the story of of jonathan you know everything everything the tabernacle of jesus of of, of of the old testament and especially the story of balaam why he couldn't care the children of israel there was a reason it's about jesus it's about jesus christ it's about jesus so the lord bless you father i pray for viewers i pray in the name of jesus for a great time today i pray that father this gospel would take root in the heart of men we pray father lord that the love of people for you will not wax cold for the bible says for in the latter days the love of men will wax cold we pray for an ignition father lord and we declare that everybody who comes across this message father will receive a transformation we pray father that the gospel will permeate the hardened heart we pray that whoever comes across this video is not saved we declare their liberation we declare their 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 freedom in the name of jesus we declare their deliverance from father lord the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light in the name of jesus we pray father lord that jesus christ will be the master key on our mind jesus will be the, the what we think about everywhere we go whatever we do we are thinking about jesus we are thinking about jesus christ because father you have made it known to us that he is the reason for the season jesus is the reason for the season and so we rejoice in the message of the gospel and we pray that the, the gospel will have will have impact on men we pray against wicked and evil men father lord who avert father lord and try to find ways and means to prevent the gospel from going out and we know that lord you your plan from the beginning cannot fail and we declare ahead of time that it is done 
the gospel is taking root in people the gospel is traveling to nations where father lord people hate it the gospel is permeating hard and hard the gospel is going for as far as far, father you have intended and lord we rejoice in the gospel once again because the bible said the joy of the lord is our strength we rejoice in the gospel because the bible said that father lord the bible says that in you father he said in you we have eternal life and he said this is the true god eternal life eternal life we rejoice in eternal life today we rejoice in the eternal life of your son jesus and we thank you for causing father this grace to to shine on us causing this grace to shine on us i pray whoever comes across this video is not saved i declare that the word of god permeates their hearts i pray for the contact of the of, of, of the spirit of god and i declare that their minds will be renewed every believer also watching me that lord is facing any kind of 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 renewing the mind every issue in relating to the mindset i declare they are liberated now in the name of jesus and lord i pray by the power of the holy spirit that you will cause your word to to have impact in people's life every stronghold that limits people that makes them think that no this is not what they need to hear i declare that father the time has come that people need to be liberated we pray the bible says that from as far as from the east to the west the north and the south that is where the gospel is going and the bible again said that the, the glory of the knowledge of the lord in the last days shall cover the earth as the waters covers the deep we pray lord that you will free people you will free people lord you will free people lord because our our joy is in your is in you and our joy is in the gospel our joy is in the gospel for the Bible say we should set our minds on things above or not on things on earth father we rejoice in you because you are the only hope of the believer you are the only hope of the believer and again we rejoice in the love letter you send us praise God we rejoice in your son Jesus Christ we rejoice in your son Jesus Christ we rejoice in the priesthood of Jesus we rejoice in the finished work of Jesus and we rejoice Lord in everything you have done for us and we thank you and we thank you and we thank you praise God beloved God bless you for joining God bless you for joining tomorrow I'm going to continue tomorrow I'm going to share wonderful things from the word with you. Get ready for tomorrow. And I know it will bless you. It will bless you a lot. The Lord bless you for watching. Kwame, Nana Kwame, Agri, Ben, Kofi, my brother, bless you for joining me. The Lord bless you, everybody. And know the Lord bless you. Bless you, bless you, everybody. I love you. Share with someone and let them be a blessing. I'll see you guys tomorrow.